Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. You're back with Brew with a Blue. It's the final one of the week. I hope you've enjoyed these little segments here on our YouTube channel this week. Um, if you haven't seen the others, go back and watch them. They're really good. Um, before you do that, stay to watch this one because I've got Cy Magna here. So Hi. Cy, um, he's got his a fantastic Star Wars mug there. He's got a great Everton shirt on. So yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> that, that's R2-D2, isn't it? Yeah, wonderful, yeah. RTD2, yeah, or RTT2, as I like to call them. <laughs> have you um, have you been watching them all on Disney Plus? Have you been binging? Yeah, I only set up Disney Plus the other day, so I haven't had, had a chance to uh, sit down with the Star Wars stuff. But my little lad's been getting into the Avengers, um, uh, and he's like Avengers obsessed now. Um, Favorite Ant Man, apparently. I don't know where that's come from, but uh, yeah. But the, the important thing is that he he, he likes it. I see. I've never really been like massive into like the comic books and stuff like that, and like Avengers stuff and the Marvel stuff. But I feel like now is probably a good time to to start all that. Yeah, well, I mean, as good a time as any, you're not going to do anything else <laughs> on lockdown. <laughs> so uh, yeah. you might as well binge watch them. No, that's fair enough. I've I've, I've got Disney Plus there, but I've not actually checked it out yet. Have you have you been proper like delving into it and spending your time on it and stuff? Because a lot of people. Loads of, loads of people were saying that's oh, amazing, but I've had a quick look, and um, I wasn't too, I wasn't too like um, locked off my feet by the stuff on there, but mm. I don't think I've been looking properly. So um, I've been told that the, well, I have seen an advert where there's like five thousand films or something ridiculous like that, and there was like there's no way I've I've scrolled through five thousand films. Yeah. So uh, I need to, need to have a proper look, like. Um, but it's good because they've got all the um, the twentieth century Fox stuff on there, haven't they as well? So. Um, yeah. 
the stuff that you wouldn't expect to be on there, that's that's there. So it's, it should be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out over the weekend, get stuck into it. Um, going to give that virtual Grand National a go as well. Then there's going to be a bit of a, oh, yeah. a few sweepstakes in our our family group chat and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I suppose it's it's good, isn't it? It's to keep everyone's spirits up over the weekend in that regard. But um, but obviously we you not not spoken for a while. Um, how, how are you yeah, doing? How, how are you um how, how are you finding the you know the, the lockdown and everything like that? Are you, are you coping all right? Yeah, still doing. Um, I'm st- obviously working from home. Um, working for the NHS. So. Uh, working from home quite a bit. Um, I think I've been going into the office like once a week when I've needed to. Um, but it's good, like it's you know keeping on top of things, keeping busy. Um, talking before, got got caught the other day as well, so that keeps sort of uh, on you know on your breaks and stuff like that keeps you occupied. So yeah, it's it's not too bad. The the, the stuff that's pissing me off is like going to the shops and stuff, uh, having to queue up around car parks and stuff like that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a bit like we've got like a local Tesco there, and whatever I've been out to do like we we run and stuff like that. It's like it's only like a little small one, but they've got like social distancing spaces, and there's people like queuing up around around the outside. And I mean, thankfully for people like you know, yourself, there's there's those extra hours in the morning where you can go in and uh, and get your shopping before the general store opens, if you will, and that sort of stuff for NHS workers, which is which is ideal. But it's, yeah, it was a bit. I'm a bit sceptical on that, to be honest. I went to, um, when Tesco announced it, like, last week. I went down for the Sunday one, and I've never seen it so busy before in my life. It was ridiculous. Really? Honestly, yeah, it was, like, that. it was called, like, a browse an hour between 9 and 10 or something like that before the, the tills opened. And I got down there about 20 past 9, and the queues for the tills were, like, I'm talking about the, the big Tesco and bits the moss. Yeah. Like, the queues were right around the shop, and I was like, fuck this. Oh. Doing this again. Yeah, it's it's a, 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 a when you said browse now, then you think like people are in the shop and look around, but they can't actually buy anything. You just have it, you just have a look at all the stuff that you could potentially. Yeah, all, like, all the trolleys were full and stuff, and it was, it was like, oh, it was mad. It was mad. Yeah. And it's not meant to, I'm never know, all, all, all NHS staff must have been in that, in that shop that one day. Yeah, yeah. Like Chelsea was saying, the badges you've got are so valuable at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, which, which is obviously well deserved. Um, did as an NHS worker, did you take part in the the applause last night, or did you just sort of sit and soak it all up? Um, I sit and soak it up, to be honest. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough, mate. Why not? I, I appreciate I appreciate like everyone's support and stuff. It's just I'm a little bit I get a little bit cynical when it comes to um when it comes to stuff like that because we had the chance to uh, to applaud the NHS staff back in December when we voted in. Um, went to the general election and, and people were um, applauding them. People were applauding the other the other lot. So, um, yeah. yeah. Sort of come come home to roost a little bit now, and and I think there's going to be some very uh, interesting conversations around how valuable the staff are and stuff like that after after all this passes and you know, everything settles down. Well, did you think that actually will be the case? Because you know I've sort of been speaking about this with with Chelsea and how you know she sort of feels as though. Obviously now it's great that you're getting the adulation, you're getting the appreciation that you all deserve. I mean, amongst yourself, are those are those conversations happening where you're sort of saying, you know, after this we should get sort of not not the appreciation we deserve because I don't think anyone really thinks like that, but maybe he appreciates the role we all do a little bit more, or just sort of get the sense that when this is all blown over and calmed down a little bit, the, the things will just go back to normal and maybe yeah. for the ones of a back of yeah for the ones of a better phrase, be sort of taken for granted again. Um. I mean that's where I mean 
I'm a, a trade union rep as well, so that that's where it's important to keep that pressure on from the unions. And and um, a couple of years ago, we did um, we did start pushing for you know wage increases and stuff like that. And we did win um, win a deal, which on on the face of it sounded good, uh, but you know when you delve deeper, it's it's not it, it doesn't. There's a lot of people that it doesn't benefit. Mm. And um, that sort of negotiation period that that's up this year. So the um, the wage deal that we negotiated that's up for renegotiation this year so it's it's kind of like coming at a, a good time for us from um a negotiation point of view and that's where you've got to you've got to really strike while the iron's hot really and you know as as soon as um things start to settle down you need to go back you know everyone needs to be singing off the same hymn sheet and if you appreciate the nhs you know you've, you've got you've got to you've got to support that you know when we're asking for you know, decent wages and stuff like that. Because I'm, I'm where I am wage-wise, I'm not too bad. But you get weight uh, nurses who are, you know, lower yeah. down the pecking order, and and the amount of responsibility that's on their shoulders, especially now. And you think, do you know what? You know, you 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 deserve better, and you you, you are better. The the job that you do, you you know, you deserve better for it. And you know, it's not just the NHS. There's loads of people in the same boat as well, all across the world, and um, sorry, across the country, and after the last 10 years of austerity, I think it's time we sort of reassess the situation and, and now people are sort of beginning to realise who the key workers are, who the real key workers are. Uh, and, and and those kind of people need to be, um, they, they, they need to, be, you know, they need to get what they deserve, really. Yeah. And just so we'll stay on the series for you before we go on to talk about your, your kit and other, other things as well. Um, sort of what to talk about. So I was, I was glad you, you were on, actually. Really happy you were on for this one. Um, when this news came up yesterday, <laughs> in regards, I know you're passionate about this sort of stuff, and it's great that um, obviously that the health secretary Matt, Matt Hancock yesterday said that um, he sort of spoke directly down down the camera lens to Premier League footballers, encouraged them to, to take a, a pay cut in these times and then help out staff at, at other you know at their clubs to sort of get by. And I think you know it's it's a sentiment that I imagine a lot of people up and down the country would have been beating the chest out, sort of saying, yeah, of course they should be, yeah, the money these people are on. And I'm sure that these the footballers will ultimately, you know, due to probably a combination of, of their own goodwill and a combination of public pressure now, will end up doing or sign up for a scheme that, that knocks the wages down. But I've seen some people today, in fairness, saying that, well, why should why should a lot of footballers have to have their wages knocked when you've got billionaire owners of football clubs? You've got bankers in the city who are earning just as much money as them. I mean, what, what were your thoughts on that yesterday when when you heard that from the health secretary? Pretty much like what you said. I think I think he's got an absolute cheek. Uh, fo- it's it's dead easy to focus on. Um, obviously, footballers and, and and top level elite footballers. The um, they're probably the easiest people to look at because of, because the, the wages are obscene. And I'll be the first to to, to sort of admit that. I think. Um, you know some of the wages that we're seeing some of the people on it are a crazy amount but it's it, it's easy to to focus on that one group when you've got you know all kinds of you know we've over the last couple of weeks you've you've been seeing the likes of um uh, virgin airlines saying that they're going to need government bailouts you know when people like richard branson are, are, um are shareholders i know he's not um he's not a massive shareholder anymore but you know they, these are the kind of people that are running the com- company who have their own private Caribbean islands. Uh, Philip Green came out yesterday, and, and I think his Arcadia Group is going to need a bailout or something like that. And this this is the guy that um, absolutely destroyed BHS's uh, pension fund, and I still think that's ongoing. These are the kind of individuals that you're dealing with, 
And they're the ones that should be, you know, that we should be focusing on and saying, hang on a second, you know, all these people that have got, you know, the um, all, all their savings in the Cayman Islands and stuff like that. I mean, you remember that documentary that came out two or three years ago where, yeah. you know, it, it highlighted all this stuff. That's kind of gone under the, the radar since then. You know, after the, the whole furore, of, you know, for the first couple of weeks after that um, Panorama documentary and then ever since then, you know, no one's really asked, no one's asked about you know, um, some of these uh, big conglomerates that pay minimum amounts of business tax. But, you know, let's focus on the footballers. And like I say, you know, the, the wages are obscene and, and, and it is easy to, to look at, at those individuals in, in our community and and, and, um, and point at them and say, you know, you should be taking a wage cut. I remember I remember a couple of years ago, or more than a couple of years ago now, it was, um, I think it was when Leeds United were going under. And yeah. Mark, Mark Raduca was coming under from some particular pressure uh, because he was one of the, uh, the, the the big earners at Leeds United and, and um, people were saying, you know, he should he should be, you know, taking a wage cut to save the club and stuff like that. And, you know, one, one part of me agreed with that, absolutely. You know, when you've got a football club that's going into liquidation and, you know, and, and um, you know, they were looking at, you know, the worst Leeds. Um, but then on the other hand, Mark, Mark Raduca came out and said, well, Hang on a second, you I entered into a contract, an agreement between myself and my employer, um, all legal, all above board, and I've sort of created a life and I'm I live within my within my means, within that um, you know, within my wage. So my outgoings, you know, obviously they're the bigger than like mine or yours, Matt, but like his outgoings, he, he was living within them. So you're asking him to take like a twenty percent cut, say you and um, you know, eighty grand a week or something like that and you're asking them to take a 20% cost I couldn't take a 20% cost out of my wages yeah. I know I know my wages is different from his like I say but it's um when you when you when you think about it and it, it there's the, the principal side of things um football clubs the kind of money that the football clubs are making especially Premier League ones they, they shouldn't be in a position where you know two or three weeks down the line they're having to knock off um you know yeah. the, the staff and furl off the staff uh, they they shouldn't be in that position full stop they should be in a, a a healthy position where you know they can still afford to pay the footballers the wages that they agreed to and pay the staff the, the wages that they agreed to let's not forget some of these staff that we're talking about it's only two or three years ago that some of not all of the premier league football clubs agreed to pay um staff the living wage so most of the staff are on are on low wages anyway. So when you think about it, it's and and you think of these the kind of owners that are involved. I think Newcastle, Mike Ashley, uh, you know, comes to mind straight away. And he's one of the people that I'd stick in the Richard Branson, uh, Philip Green, um, category. You know, he's he's a disgrace. Yeah. So it's you know it's 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 difficult. It's difficult. It's footballers are easy to to, to focus on. They're always held up like pariahs, aren't they, in, in circumstances yeah. like this? Like whenever it's to do with the military and stuff like that, and you always get the you get people sort of saying, "Well, pay soldiers, footballers' wages, and all that sort of thing." I think it's just because they are probably the most high-profile, you know, young multi-millionaires. But well, certainly in this country, if not the world, aren't they? You know, you look at people. There are the, the lads between the age of eighteen and, and thirty, typically, who are multi-millionaires and. You know, people see them on the pitch and see them, you know, indulging in histrionics sometimes, see them not pulling the weight sometimes, see them sulking sometimes. And I think because of that, they are just sort of put there as pariahs when it comes to situations yeah. like this. 
yeah it's um like i say it's just so easy to, to focus on like one group of people and you know you're, you're right these 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 people are you know the between 18 and 30 and most of them like it's easy for me as you know as, as a 30 something person looking looking back and into my 20s but i wasn't you know um I'd, I'd hate to think what I would have, you know, with 80 grand a week or something ridiculous like that, you know, 10, 10 15 years ago. Um, some of these people are still kids and they're multimillionaires. Um, and I think there's a bit of perspective that we need to take when when, when we think about who they are and, and you know, what they, um, what they can, what, what they can offer and, and the kind of, um, the kind of matureness that you're expecting from them. I mean, obviously you hope that they've got a, a you know, a strong circle around them that, you know, are supportive and uh, give them good sage advice. But obviously there's there's a lot of a lot of um a lot of players that, you know, don't hang around the right circles as well. But I think I think what you said at the beginning, they'll, they'll probably come together and, and, and have a collective agreement on, on you know, the, on wage cuts and stuff like that. It's um I think they're not People probably do them a, a bit of disservice. They're not they're not daft. There's a lot of you know very um, people that are on the ball, so to, so to speak, yeah. you know, in the footballing circle. Um, so I think there'll be a lot of people that you know uh, will will be driving that particular agenda and and um, putting across you know the right reasons for for this. And, and you'd imagine that the majority the majority will go for it. But like I say, it's it's they're an easy group to point the finger at. We should be should be looking at. We should be looking at um, we should be looking at the reasons sort of why we're in the financial mess that well I say we I mean the NHS is in the financial mess that that it's in you know it's it's not as prepared as you know as as it should be really yeah and I think you know, obviously you profess community and togetherness at this time and maybe instead of pointing the finger at one select group of people is probably not the way to go about this and, and in general yeah. as a community but I think I think you're right it's you know, people might be looking at individual players who are earning loads of money and, and that sort of stuff saying, well, what, what are you doing? But I think it feels like one of them situations where footballers, certainly, maybe not as a, as a group entirely, but certainly footballers at a certain club have all got to sort of make the, the same step on this. Because say, say Richardson came out tomorrow and said, you know, I'm giving 50% of my, my salary to, you know, the NHS or a certain charity or something that's going to help this situation. Now, people be immediately pointing the fingers at other people at the club will go, well, if he's doing that, well, why aren't you doing that? So yeah. I, imagine, I imagine clubs up and down the country, like you said, we'll, we'll come to a collective decision on that. Um, I suppose we'll, we'll see what happens with it. Um, on to your shirt, then. That's the second time this week, side that shirt's been picked. Yeah. Uh, Les Roberts wore it on, on Monday. Um, it is an absolute banger, to be fair. Yeah, I like it. It's, um, it's probably the first one for a while that I've... Um... First Everton shirt for a while that I've been like I've really been wow that's that's Boston. Um, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of of, of the Umbro shirts. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's, um, considering like that we've been with them for such a long time, um, and and you know over the years it's probably well over fifty percent of the time I've been uh, supporting Everton. You know we've been sponsored by them, and I can only sort of out of all of that time I can only really think of you know a handful of shirts that I've really liked um the, the last one that comes to mind is probably um I think the one we wore around 2007 2008 the home one you know with the little gold collar oh yeah I remember that yeah makes you think of Arteta that one yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Was that, so is that the one we wore against Fiorentina? Yes, I think it will be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, good that, season. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it was a good season. Obviously, we're never to a heartbreaking ending, of course, yeah. in our style. But... Wouldn't, be, wouldn't be Everton. No, no, but we were saying to Les on Monday that I don't think we actually won in that kit, yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you, you're not the one who's you're not the one who's cursed it though, because you only bought it a couple of weeks ago. So we'll let you. Yeah, so, yeah I got a, an email off Everton saying that all the kids were on offer, so I went, went a bit mad and bought the kids one as so. well. Yeah. Anyone on the back? No, no. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. Oh, brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. Yeah, I've, I've gone for a Guatemala one today. Dug it out. I think I'm pretty sure it's fake. Bought it when we were over there in. Uh, a, a year ago, managed to get the home and away one for, for a decent price, but I'm pretty sure it's free. But this is Umbro as well, so there you go. Royal Blue, like the toffees after all. <laughs> but, uh, that's, yeah. that's the important thing, isn't it? Absolutely. That's a that's a very similar kit that I used to play. So this one, probably like Pro Evo, yeah, yeah, like Pro Evo back in the day, and I used to create the kit very similar to that with a, like a white stripe down, and then the Everton kit like. I used to love doing that on Pro Evo, making yeah. making your own kits. I've, I've got FIFA now, and I get, you know, I'm a bit, think the most recent one's a bit rubbish, to be honest. I've always thought yeah. about going to Pro Evo, and that is one of the reasons why. Like, even now, as a 30 year old man, you can guarantee I would sit there and design a new kit. That's <laughs> in every season. Yeah. You put you put like you put like two hours into the kit design, and then you sit back and you're like, no, I don't like that bit. Go back in and start start from scratch again. Yeah. Perfectionist. Uh, absolutely. Imagine the imagine the uproar though if they did actually bring a home kit out like this with like a white sash on. People would be in the street with it. Oh yeah, I reckon people would be fuming. Mm. It's a bit Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. 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 A little bit, yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, been a pleasure that I really enjoyed chatting to you. Um, some serious issues, some not so serious issues. Um thanks very much for, for taking the time out. Uh, thanks for everybody who's watched these this week as well, like I said at the start. If you haven't checked them out already, we've had Les, Kate, Mike and Adam Sutton on as well this week. And we've got more guests lined up for Monday for, for these shows as well. On the Blue Room Extra, we had three shows out yesterday. We had Kickabout, Stats Pack. And what else do we have? My mind's just suddenly gone blank. Uh, we had 11s as well. First uh, Series 2 of 11s that was out yesterday. Got Mailbag later uh, with Les Roberts, Dave Downey and a couple of debutants as well uh, from our Patreon service. And also tonight at 7 o'clock, we are teaming up with Hot Mike. Um, where myself and Dave Downey are going to be talking you through the 200th Merseyside derby. It's the Lee Carsley game. Uh, fun memories of that one, Si? Oh, yeah. Bosh, yeah. Remember, yeah. I used to work in Woolies. I remember going in after the after the derby to, uh, to go and uh, see all my red mates. <laughs> in there. Yeah. I've seen, lo- I've seen loads of people saying that even though we're going to be watching that game back and stuff and we know we know the results, still going to probably tune in and think I'm going to get beat. Such is the nature yeah. of derbies these days. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all the details of that are on our Twitter account. So effectively, what it is, you sign up to the app, you you get it on your phone, and me and Dave will be doing a bit of a chat about the game as it goes on. We'll all sort of sync our YouTube channels up, and we can interact and chat about it and reminisce about a, a good game. So it should be should be interesting anyway. I do get over to our Twitter feed if you want to find more details out about that. Um, but thanks again to Sai, and um, we'll speak to you again here on Monday on the Blue Room. When you need milk for Zoe and a cold brew for yourself, King Supers Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. Open the King Supers app and start your cart, whatever the cart. King Supers, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. When you're a Boost member, 
you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at kingsupers.com slash boost. Sports Social Podcast Network.